Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 310 of the Tutor Podcast. That's the Monday morning show for anyone who wants to start, grow and love their own tutoring, teaching and coaching business just the way I love mine, 25 years into it. As always, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, begged, borrowed, stolen during the... 25 years now I've been in business from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested and continue to invest in my own training education from the hundreds of books I've consumed over the years and to just give it to you in a no nonsense no BS kind of way that hopefully lets you move through the world spreading joy your sunny disposition and jollity to everyone you meet leaving them glad that they've met you if you're okay with that Let's just crack on. Today, I need to talk about inner morons again. Everybody has one. You, me, them, everybody. It's almost a song in that, isn't it? You know, that's the inner moron is that little part of us that really wants us to do stupid stuff. Now, I don't think it's just me who has this. We all have one. What I do know about my own inner moron is it wants me to do things in the moments which will take me away from my own best interests. My inner moron wants me to watch hours of YouTube videos that add nothing to my life. It wants me to lie in bed and press the snooze button on the alarm when I've got appointments to take care of. It wants me to stay home on gym night. Every so often... My inner moron rears up its ugly head and tells me that I deserve a day off just because I feel like it. And that same son of a bitch tells me that I should treat myself to cake, chocolate or some nice crusty bread and just about any other food which I know doesn't help me to stay healthy. The swine, the inner moron, wants me to sit back and relax, especially after I finally overcome a difficulty cracked a problem or completed a deal and to paraphrase Darth Vader the inner moron is strong in this one my inner moron is a cunning bastard he knows all my weaknesses and is completely ruthless in his exploitation of them of his manipulation of me I used to think you could slay your own inner moron but now I think you can only manage it. So it's time to get ready for a day-to-day battle so that my inner moron doesn't get the better of me. You know what I mean? So here's how I take on my own inner moron at the moment. But this will obviously change and evolve as my inner moron wises up and dreams up new ways to screw me. The first one is plan tomorrow, today. I once read that one should never begin the day before it's built on paper. And that's seriously great advice. I have a plan for every day of my life. Be it a work day, a study day, 
a strategic planning day or, and I think especially former days off. My inner moron hates this. He doesn't want me to sit down at the end of the day and take five minutes to get down on paper what a good day would look like tomorrow. He doesn't want me to recognise that every day is a vital, finite and non-renewable resource and that having a plan for every day will help me to squeeze the most from the limited time I have left on this world. And in that finite time, I know that my inner moron is going to try to kid me that I'm immortal and invincible. I'm not invincible. I will be vinced. So the plan is a template for what a great day looks like. Very rarely will you get everything on the plan done. But 50% of a great day is better than 100% of an aimless day frittered away on nothing in particular. So time blocked in the diary is easier to defend against the external predators of, of my time. The irrelevant noise of TV, social media, gossip... The people, especially the ones who suck the life force out of you, the ones I call energy vampires, and those bloody annoying, got a minute, phone calls, and those time blocks, they're a barrier to the internal predator of the inner moron and your inner moron's latest brilliant idea. Every time my inner moron throws me one of those wonderful little suggestions. Pause. You see, the inner moron, mine and yours, is all about impulse. It wants what it wants, and it wants it right now. So when the urge to do something truly stupid wells up inside you, again, take a pause. Ask yourself one simple question. Is this going to help me to achieve my goal or is this going to take me away from my goal? Quite often, the moment spent just pausing to answer that question is enough to break the pattern of more on an idea, moving to immediate action. You know, when the little voice inside says, buy the cake, you deserve it. That's the inner moron. But pausing to ask if the cake will add to my life or detract from my life greatly reduces the odds of me bunging a box of Mr. Bloody Kipling's finest into my trolley. When the inner moron goes, ooh, sparkly, and I notice one of those cars with a certain badge on it. You know, the special badge that some cars have that automatically makes the car special and bestows equally special qualities on the person driving it. I very nearly listened to my inner moron a while back and very nearly bought one. But somehow I remembered to pause. And I managed to walk away and give my inner moron the finger. So to manage my inner moron, I like to put obstacles in his way. Obstruct, impede and hopefully outwit the little bugger. I hide things that would make it easy for me to follow the way of the inner moron. means I might lock cash and credit cards in a safe. Because, let's face it, if you can't be trusted with them, anything that slows down the process of spending your money will help. A friend of mine freezes their credit cards in a container of water. 
Now, the time spent waiting for them to thaw out makes her consider her spending decisions. Makes her ask if she really needs that gadget or the little gimmick that she's got to have right now. And uh, the tip here is don't microwave your credit cards because bad things happen. So another obstacle you can do is delete or block the number of the person you know is not good to spend time around, either on the phone or in person. I don't really care if they're family or just a friend you've outgrown. There are some people whom you're better off allowing to quietly fade away from your life. Let them go. They'll find someone else to annoy. Because that's what they do. Eliminate morons from your life is an external as well as an internal process. And believe me, the external morons are the easy ones to get rid of. Do anything you can to get in the way of your inner moron. If your inner moron got the better of you at the supermarket, don't think twice about whatever stupid thing you bought home. Just throw the bad food away, right now. Go to the cupboard, take it out, get rid of it. You can argue that you've already paid for it. And that's true. Lament the sunk cost. But having it in the house will almost guarantee you're going to eat it. And then you'll pay the second higher price of the negative effects on your health, your physique and your psyche. Because you'll hate yourself for doing it. Bin it now. Thank you, lucky stars, that you prevented yourself from poisoning yourself. That impulse buy. Well, this one's a double whim. Take back that stupid thing you bought. Because not only do you get the dopamine hit from when you bought it, for free now, but you get a second hit when you go back to the store, claim your refund, and just congratulate yourself on how savvy you are in recognising that what you thought was wondrous is really complete tut. Put as many barriers between yourself and your unwanted behaviour as you can. When you find yourself doing something stupid or having to deal with the results of doing something stupid, take immediate action. Get creative. There are no rules here. Now, if putting obstacles in the path of the moron is a good thing, how about easing the path of the non-moron, the better version of you? Make life easy for yourself by reducing friction. Let's say you want you to go for a run tomorrow. Well, why not just put your running shoes by the front door? Sleep in your running kit. Fill up your water bottle and place it by the front door along with your trainers. Do anything you possibly can to reduce friction in the positive path to your better future self. Your inner moron wants you to stay the same. But that won't evolve you or me into better versions of ourselves in the future. And if that was a good thing, We'd all be running around as adult versions of who we were at age seven. Nobody wants to stay at that age. Now, my own inner moron still turns me over from time to time. I'm sure yours does too. It happens. We all do stupid things that seemed like such a great idea at the time. But just knowing that there's a total moron living inside of you, itching to take you off your golden path to your own exceptional life, helps you to identify the voice of unreason, stupidity and short-term instant gratification so that you can see that 
you don't want to be wasting your time. You don't want to be spending money that you don't have on things you don't need to impress people you don't know. And you certainly don't want to be sabotaging your future self. I know that you do it. I know for sure I do it. My only suggestion is that we do it less often. We mess up less badly and make things a little easier for ourselves and those we love by waging war on the inner moron. Let me know how you get on. Drop me an email to info at neilcamado.com and follow me on X where I am at Shooter Podcast. Remember, I'm here to listen as well as talk because I know I don't have all the answers. So maybe you can help me. If you haven't already, guys, please like and subscribe to the podcast. And as always, I'll be back next week with more no BS ideas and more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business, just like I love mine. I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. Till next time, stay healthy, stay useful, and have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.